Hey everybody, welcome back to Jill's journal, entry number eight. And I'm recording this literally the night before because things have been so fucking busy. Like I have just been going so hard with the From Imposter to Empowered launch. I have written a lot of emails, have done a lot of content. I'm gonna talk about launching a bit um, in this episode, but I am doing my launch a little differently. I am really planning out fucking everything for my launch. The last time I launched was last year, I believe, in July or August. I can't remember. It was for the Worthy Woman Method. Um, and now I'm launching the From Imposter to Empowered program. And I took a little bit of a break from launching. I was like just really burnt out. I needed to recalibrate. I wanted to get in one-to-one -one clients for six-month contracts, which by the way, I'm going to drop the link here because I am still taking people on um, for the rest of the year. Six months, um, $8,000 pay in full or $13.33 um, a month for six months. We're going to blow your mind, blow your business and help you sign consistent clients, get you booked out and sought out. So go to the link in my show notes, pick that up. And by pick it up, I mean apply. Pick it up. What the fuck was I even saying there? Pick it up. That's funny. Um, and so anyways, I haven't launched in a while. So getting all the launch jitters. I'm doing all the things. But the doors open next week for the From Imposter to Empowered program. I'm going to drop the wait list because if you join the wait list, you actually get $111 off the investment, which is 3333. And angel numbers, of course. And... I'm just so excited, you guys. I'm really excited for this program. Like, it feels like I have come alive with this program. It is my favorite program to run. It really, really is. Um, it is going to help you overcome the imposter syndrome and the mindset blocks that are really stopping you from attracting and signing soulmate coaching clients. I'm not just talking about anybody who you can get. I'm talking about, like, I have not signed a client that hasn't felt like a soulmate client in so long. And I realized this recently. I was like, holy shit. I always sign the best fucking clients who are so aligned to me. How do I do that? And it is everything that I'm teaching in the From Imposter to Empowered program. And we're going to do all the healing work, all the mindset work, all the thought work. It's just going to be like a beautiful couple of months, a beautiful 16-week, four-month group program and I really want to meet you and help you sign your soulmate clients and like just come into your own and be the expert that I know that you are and just know that like your brain is lying to you your imposter syndrome is lying to you your critical inner voice is holding you back so much right now and it doesn't have to be that way it wasn't that long ago that I was just like going to therapy in 2019 um I had had my business for about a year at that point but wasn't really making any money and I didn't really in 2019 I made like $12,000 but like 2019 was not that long ago where I felt like such a fraud I wasn't making any money I was working my government job thinking am I going to be doing this for 30 years I had undiagnosed ADHD um I have a stutter and I just I just never felt good enough I never felt cool enough interesting enough good enough I have spinach in my teeth because I just ate um, my like comfort meal. <laughs> Going on a tangent. Um, my comfort meal is 
white rice. You guys are going to be like, that sounds disgusting. White rice, and then there's just like, there's this mixture of spinach, fish, mushroom soup, <laughs> and then shredded cheese. And you put that in the oven. I think you put it in for like 350, but I think I screwed it up this time. I always have it wrong, but um, 350 for about 40 to an hour. And you take it out, sprinkle the cheese on top, put it back in. It is literally so good. And it is the whitest thing that I make in my entire life. Like this is just pure white people food, um, but it's delicious. <laughs> it really is. Anyways, I've spinach in my teeth, but yeah, I just didn't feel cool. I just didn't feel good enough. I didn't feel smart enough. I was just like, who the fuck would want to work with me? And um, that is so important to have when you are a coach. You have to feel like people want to work with me. People are excited to work with me. People um, care what I have to say. And you think that it's all the external shit that is going to have you feel that way, but it actually is coming from inside the house. It has to come from inside the house. And that is what you believe to be true about yourself and the thoughts that you think about yourself. Honestly, the From Imposter to Empowered program is going to completely change your life. And I don't say that lightly. If you look at the t testimonials on the sales page, which I'm going to drop in the show notes, um, if you read them, almost every single one of those girls, women, sorry, the women say that I have changed their life and that the program changed their life. It is something that is so hard to describe. Um, and guys, this is coming from somebody who like really has a hard time talking about herself. <laughs> like I'm still learning how to really own the power that I have. And I talk about this too. Oh, oh, this is a perfect segue. Perfect segue <laughs> into my notes for today, which are a hot mess because I don't know if I said, I don't know if I said this at the beginning of the episode, but like I am recording this the day before you're going to hear it the evening before you're going to hear it. It's like 8:30 PM. My hair is still soaked from a shower. And I was like, fuck, I didn't record Jill's journal this week. Oh, I was, oh, I was beginning to say this at the beginning of this episode. <laughs> um, I've just been so fucking busy that uh, there are some things that have slipped my mind and Jill's journal is one of them. And this is why it's really important as a person within ADHD brain that you don't overload yourself with things because if you overload your task list, like... I added, <clears throat> sorry, that's something in my throat. I added Jill's journal um, because I don't have a ton of things going on, but I am a little busy with like personal life stuff. Like we're just doing a lot of things this summer. A lot of my friends are getting married this summer or have gotten married this summer. Um, and there's just a lot of stuff happening. So it did slip my mind, but I show the fuck up. I show the fuck up. That's who I am. So I'm here. And I'm going to loop back around and say, you can go get on the wait list for the From Imposter to Empowered program at the link in my show notes if you want your fucking life to change. Like I said, the testimonials, every single one of them have said this program and Jill have changed my life. And that's coming from somebody who's like, 
but did I? <laughs> because, like, I still have Rhonda, my inner imposter in my ear, always being like, are you really that good? And the thing is, I am, and I just have to work harder to remind myself of that, right? And one of my things that I wanted to talk about with you today is talking yourself down a peg. Now, I had a call with a client this week and um, we were talking about how she was also very busy. She had a lot of things on her plate and the business was kind of to the wayside. And on the surface, this looks like, oh yeah, you're just really busy. You just have a lot of things going on. No big deal. Let's move on. But there was something deeper here. And what we actually came to find was two things. For her, it was just another way that she was abandoning herself. It was just another way that she was running the program and the pattern that she's always run that what she needs and what she wants isn't important. This woman is like, she's a mother. She takes care of everyone around her. Um, She is such a hard worker. She is so capable, so intelligent, and she has all the experience in the fucking world to change somebody's life. And so the first part of this was she was abandoning herself by abandoning her business. And I talk about this. I talk about how like showing up for your business is just as important as showing up for yourself. It is showing up for yourself. It is self-care. It is doing something for you. So many of you are moms or you are just somebody who has been socialized as a woman and we are taught to put everybody and everything in front of ourselves. I was having this conversation on a group coaching call that I was running earlier today. We were saying like, it's so common to not put ourselves first. It's, it's just like everybody else goes first automatically. We don't even think about it. And that's why it is a program, right? We, it's an unconscious response that we don't even realize we're doing it, but we put other people first all the time. I am so guilty of this. I had put people first my entire life. I would discard myself. I would never choose myself. So imagine what was happening for me when I was showing up online and I was running the story of nobody chooses me as their coach. Every time somebody would tell me no, every time somebody would say, oh, I'm coaching with somebody else, anytime um, I would do a launch and I would hear crickets for the first couple days, I would think to myself, nobody ever chooses me. I talk about this and you're not spinning special as well like in in my book you're not special by the book that will be at the link in my show notes as well I always forget to advertise that fucking book honestly it's been out for like ex- ooh, it's been out for exactly a month we've sold 72 copies and I'm trying to get to 100 so go to the link in my show notes if you haven't bought it and you are an avid listener and go and buy the book it's so good um so I had always run the story of I'm not chosen. I actually did like a very powerful breathwork meditation earlier today on a pattern that was related to that. And I just, I never felt chosen by other people. And I therefore learned to never choose myself. I would count myself out of opportunities and things because I didn't want to deal with the rejection but I also was just so okay with being cast to the side right 
And coaching is about choosing yourself. Like, the people that come to me that have, like, a really big problem when people say no or they feel just, like, so down when they're rejected or when people don't buy the second the card opens, like, I always wonder, like, do you know how to choose yourself? Do you know what that looks like? So with my client, um, she was having she was having a hard time and we discovered that she was abandoning herself and her needs which is a pattern that again she was unconsciously running um and she actually felt anxious whenever she would start to put herself first and it's not going to be comfortable it's not going to be a comfortable transition when you put yourself first it's almost like I very automatically would cancel coaching calls or think about how I can move them around if something was going on with my family or if they like needed a favor or something like that, Um, which that's not a great example. But like, for example, if it was something that was like not very urgent, like in the... in the beginning of the year, my parents would drop their fucking dogs off at my house all the time. And don't get me wrong, I love their dogs so much. And I have great parents. And they've done a lot for me in my entire life. So, like, I will do anything for them. But there was a time period where, like, they were getting dropped off every single week on Wednesdays and Thursdays. And they just got a new puppy. And he was a lot of work. And I had coaching calls on Wednesdays and Thursdays. And I eventually had to say I was like it's really hard for me to do my coaching calls and do my work with the dogs here like it's it's very and fucking Chester hates the puppy so he'll like chase him and oh my god it was just like it was just a lot of work for me to have them and that sounds so trivial but I it took me a long time to get to the point where I could finally say to my parents guys like I can't do this anymore like you're gonna have to drop them off like grandma's or something like that like I can't do this too much because I I have just been so conditioned to put everything before myself and your business feels like an extension of yourself, right? And so I want you to pay attention to how often you you kind of like degrade your business or like dismiss it because if you're not making a lot right now, if you're not signing a lot of clients or even if you are and you're feeling this way, um it probably is that unconscious pattern of learning and having learned to put yourself last, right? So the other side of this coin was that I was noticing that she was getting a lot of momentum. She was getting a lot of momentum. Her content was like attracting clients. She had just gotten off an amazing sales call with somebody and I was like, you are knocking yourself down a peg. She's like, what? I was like, you are knocking yourself down a peg because I know this so much as well. Another thing about working with so many clients who are so aligned is you feel like you can see into their brain because you've either experienced it or you you just know like you are so attuned to their needs and their thoughts that um it's very easy for you to penetrate um such an aggressive word it's so easy for you to penetrate the root of something instead of just skimming the surface right that's the thing about being a really good coach um so 
knocking yourself down a peg is essentially when you are starting to see progress or success and you knock yourself down, you sabotage. And it can be very unconscious, but it can also be conscious. Like for me, I always used to do this with losing weight. I had this realization recently because of TikTok. Um, TikTok has honestly been a catalyst for so many <laughs> learning a lot about myself. But I realized that I have always been on a diet. Like I have always been trying to lose weight. That's very like hard for me to admit because like I don't need to lose a bunch of weight. You know what I mean? And like even that is very um, it's very disordered in terms of thinking but like I grew up in the 90s guys like I grew up where we were looking at like Britney Spears and Christina Aguilera and we didn't know that on Cosmopolitan they photoshop we didn't even know what photoshop was we didn't know that people got fucking plastic surgery because no one would actually say it back then like there's so much beautiful transparency and honesty now in the world when it comes to like how people normally look and what celebrities are doing to their bodies and photoshop and all that stuff but we didn't have that back when I was growing up like the beauty standard was like stick thin and blonde and I was I I was never convinced that I was like skinny enough so it did really lead to like disordered eating disordered view I also have a family that always comments on like body size and oh you look like you've gained weight and stuff like that so it's annoying as fuck and it can cause me to be very judgmental of myself but I'm I I lost my train of thought what was that for losing weight oh (laughs) so whenever I would start to see progress I would sabotage I would be like oh I'm actually seeing the progress of something like the goal that I'm trying to achieve I'm gonna sabotage this and it comes from the belief that you can't have good things or that you're not worthy of whatever thing would take you to that next level this is something we do in from imposter to empowered as well is like there are beliefs that are in the way that are hindering you from reaching the success that you want very sneaky subconscious beliefs that you're like why would my brain stop me from that right like it seems ludicrous but they're there those beliefs are there to keep you safe right and um so knocking myself down a peg would be to self-sabotage and I want you to notice when you catch yourself like knocking yourself down a peg for example me and my other client were talking about how she always saves food she always saves like the good food when she gets home from the grocery store or she was even saying like I won't wear certain things if I am not doing anything special because like there's just no reason to this client also never celebrates when she signs a new client or makes an amount of money and it is just another example of like us telling ourselves that we're not worthy of the good that 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 there is restriction on abundance right and I want you to notice where you are telling yourself that you have to save the best for last or where that's not possible for me it's too good 
right? Like we live in a world where a lot of bad shit is happening, a lot of bad shit. And you probably are surrounded by people who are negative and talking about the fucking recession. And oh my God, like get me out of those conversations, you know? Um, and I like the world that I have in the online space. I like the world that, that I have where I have like business besties who are talking about money and abundance. And it's, it's, it's an escape. It's an escape from, from how people are very stuck in their reality and can't see beyond it. And one thing that you could be stuck in is feeling unworthy of success and unworthy of abundance and unworthy of things just being good for the sake of them being good and thinking that the other shoe is going to drop, right? Um, and the thing is that there's always going to be 50 50 it's always going to be good there's always going to be bad you're never going to be 100% happy 100% of the time like there's no way but your outlook changes when you tell yourself like I am worthy of good things you you start to really enjoy the day-to-day moments the in-between moments and that is what happiness is it is being okay with how things are in the moment while also being excited for the future but like just being present being here this is already 21 minutes. God, I really don't shut the fuck up. <laughs> oh, I wanted to talk about being a risky bitch with your content. I literally have that written here. I just posted something. And because you're listening to this, if you're listening to this on July 7th when it's posted, um, go to my Instagram from July 6th. And I posted this. <laughs> Do you want me to read it to you? It is so spicy. I wrote, can I be honest? Stop complaining about coaches talking about money. You're mad because you're not making any. It's like being hungry and then getting mad at McDonald's when an advertisement comes up on your feed. Um, that is really spicy. <laughs> and it's because I've just been seeing so many people talking about how coaches shouldn't talk about money or people shouldn't talk about money. Um, and that that's the only thing they're advertising. Yes, because people are allowed to advertise a result. And that is why they're making good money. It's because they're advertising the end result, right? Um, and there are a lot of coaches who do help you make money. And I think what's happening is some people are like, they're blending the coaches that are scammy and the people that are shitty with the people who are genuine and can genuinely help you make more money you know what I mean I even said this in the post I said when you get mad that people are sharing their wins about money you feed into three things the first thing is the patriarchal narrative that money is meant to be a secret that it's bad and that we shouldn't talk about it right like we have been social I had my fucking uncle like send me this really long Facebook message because he's so into himself that he just talks and talks and talks. He doesn't listen to anybody else. Um, but he was like, you shouldn't talk about money and blah, blah, blah. And all this stuff. Like we are just so socialized, especially as women to like not discuss money, you know, to not discuss it, to stay silent on it. But like when you stay silent on things, it's hard to be empowered in them right? Ooh, that's a word. Like the reason why you become confident and why you become empowered and then from imposter to empowered, 
program is because like we talk about it all we air out your shame we bring everything to light so nothing can bring you down because shame brings people down it keeps you silent and that's money shame it's just like when we don't talk about things they don't get discussed and they don't get pulled apart and we don't have critical thinking we don't need to have shame about talking about money I said number two your shitty money mindset that shames you for wanting money while simultaneously thinking it's bad you cannot it's like attract more money when you constantly think that it's bad okay and it also helps you feed into the belief that seeing other people have it means there's none for you so that scarcity there isn't enough for me whereas when i see anybody talking about i made this i made that in the coaching industry i'm like oh it is so fucking sick that there is so much money to go around in the coaching industry. It is so exciting to me that people are buying coaching. I love that people are winning because it means I can win too. I love that a person is making a million dollars because I know I can do that too, right? When you see things that trigger you, and it doesn't have to be just about money, when you see things that trigger you, it is always an indication for you to look at that trigger and ego and whatever else wants us to say like no I'm allowed to have an opinion on this like I just think it's bad whatever but like your triggers are so eye-opening they are so eye-opening and they're an opportunity for you to look at it and be like is this just evidence of a limiting belief is this just evidence of me thinking I can't have everything that I want there is magic in your triggers and I've just been seeing a lot of people um, talking about how coaches shouldn't talk about money and they should talk about uh, profit versus sales why <laughs> like I even had this thought as well it's like why like they still made the sales you know what I mean like they still brought the money in like yeah if, if we're talking about from like a business standpoint um it is better to profit more but a lot of businesses in the first five to six years they don't profit like over like 17 percent like they they like it is very normal to not profit in the first couple years of your business right and who gives a fuck why do you care they still made the sales you know what I mean I think where the transparency is lacking is when people say I made this in sales I can help you do that but then they're not honest about what helped them make the sales but if you're a coach using social media and you don't really have like lots of like ads and all that stuff and you made the sales like for example, for me, I don't use ads. I use social media. That's it. Um, I use organic marketing methods. That's it. Like, why is it important for you to know the actual profit, right? Like, I made all of those sales. Even if I have a whole ass team who's helping me with some things, it just, it just feels very like, I don't believe you kind of thing, right? And I... There, there is a caveat to this. I do think that people need to do their research with coaches. I do think that 
Um, you should make sure before you invest that it is a good empowered investment that you're making. But I also think that is on you as well. And I don't want that to sound shamey, but like it is on you to know what you're investing in. And like every industry, there's going to be scammy fucking assholes and that should not happen. I'm not saying that. Um, but as business owners, that is a risk that you take. You're, you're, it's a big risk to invest in yourself. It's a big risk to, um, go out and do this, you know? Um, these thoughts were so scattered, but my whole point of saying this is you need to be a risky bitch with your content because that post, I was afraid to post it because I was like, people are going to be turned off by this. And there were so many comments and everyone was like, oh my God, yes, like this needs to be said. And your people are going to love what you have to say. The riskier, the better. And your social media is a sacred space. And if people don't like it, you can literally delete their comment. You can get rid of them off your page. Um, You don't have to take feedback that is unsolicited, right? Like you don't have to at all, but also you have to know that those people were not meant for you anyways. What, like when I say soulmate client, I mean the client that is so aligned to you. You feel like it is a dream when you're working with them. You feel like I'm not even working when I'm working with this person, you know, like we are so lucky to be able to do this as a career. Like I still am like, am I real? Is this real? Are we in a simulation? But um, your people are going to find you and they find you even faster when you are unapologetically yourself, when you say your opinions, when you are clear about things. The times when my income has dipped, it was when I was wishy-washy and it was when I was afraid to say things and it was when I wasn't in my power and I had a lot of thoughts and I, like, like I said knock myself down a peg after I made six figures in 2020 and really needed 2021 to recalibrate um knock myself down a peg huge there but when you are most in your power that attracts people it attracts and it attracts the right people it attracts the right people it attracts the soulmate clients that is what we are aiming for we don't want you to post like wishy-washy content that attracts people who really are not your vibe you know like I think about my clients all the time who who don't say what's on their heart or in their mind because they're afraid they're going to turn people off and then people are going to go away um but you don't realize that you are pushing out the wrong people but you are pulling the right people into you even faster like a magnet you are literally magnetizing them to you when you are most yourself and I'm not saying you have to be like a fucking see you next Tuesday like me I'm not saying that you need to like be so polarizing you don't need to do that but like you do need to take a stance on things you do need to have an opinion you do need to say what's on your mind right and because that's what people that's what people want and they want to work with you they want to work with who you are you will attract people so much faster when you are more yourself and you can't do that when you have the mindset blocks in the way the comparison and the fear and self-doubt and the imposter syndrome you will just 
water down your content, water down your self-concept, and you will be like struggling to sign clients, right? Perfect segue. You should get on the waitlist for the From Imposter to Empowered program, which is a four-month group container where I help you overcome the imposter syndrome and the mindset blocks that are stopping you from attracting and signing soulmate clients. It's going to be a fucking time. We're going to do breath work. We're going to do NLP. We're going to do all the healing, all the work. We're going to do the aligned strategy. It's going to blow your mind. You're going to blow your mind. And if you join the waitlist, you get $111 off the investment, which is 3333 USD. <laughs> okay, there are payment plans, of course. And there is a VIP option for you to get two one-to-one coaching calls with me. All right. I love you guys. I'm going to go um, eat some ice cream on the couch now and watch the great Canadian baking show because that shit is my jam, pun intended. I love you guys. Bye.